0: I feel a slow tide turning. Do you feel it? The governor and lieutenant governor wins in Virginia, in which Republicans won big in a blue state, the Kyle Rittenhouse right to self-defense case where he's acquitted on all counts, and many conservatives winning school board races across the nation in November, parents showing up at school board meetings in record numbers, And here in Washington State, over 3,000 people filed for office to run in the past November elections alone, many of them having never run for office before. I feel a slow tide turning back to freedom and liberty and those who are fighting for our constitutional rights. Do you feel it? If you do, please email me at podcast at the and let me know your story. That's podcast at thetangledangle.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Tangled Angle. I'm Janice Christensen, and here we address the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. I am a news junkie with a passion and interest in government politics and American history, and I spent 16 years in the halls of the Washington State Legislature supporting my husband, Dan Christensen, who was elected to the House of Representatives from 2003 to 2018. Now with this podcast, I'm able to share and discuss what I've learned and experienced, along with some historical context of where we are on the timeline of history. I recently spent nine days in Arizona visiting some family down there, and my takeaway from the trip was it's time to move on. For this podcast, I wanted to do the difference between Washington and Arizona, kind of my own subjective comparison in a few different ways and to give you some reasons in my take on why it's time to move on. And I'm going to go through some of the obvious facts and data, but then I want to spend some time talking about what cannot be measured by data and facts, what can't be measured by statistics, but just the general feeling of going to a free state. Now, if you haven't left Washington State since COVID started, you really need to travel. Because outside of Washington State, they've moved on. I've spent quite a bit of time in Idaho, and now nine days in Arizona. And I want to let you know that those two states, and I know probably all but about six or seven states in the United States have moved on. And I really encourage you to travel and feel this freedom. Here in Washington State, I look at the people, especially it seems like the men have their chests hollowed out and the women just look empty. And it's crushing people in this constant drumbeat, beating us over the head with this message, get the vax, social distance, wear a mask. And we're all so tired of it. It's like, yes, we know we're supposed to take our health seriously, but really? I feel like we're treated by like a bunch of infantile children that can't figure out our own health. So what are some of the differences between Washington and Arizona? So I thought, well, I could um, compare a few different metrics. So first of all, in Arizona, restaurants are open with no masks required. Only the restaurant staff, that are wearing masks are only the people that work in the stores if the store is a national chain. But going into the local coffee shops and the local restaurants that are locally owned and held, there's no, it's mask free. Stores and shops are all mask free. Again, if they're a national chain, those who work there are wearing a mask. But most of the people shopping there are not. Here in Washington State, we're still beat over the head with wearing a mask. And I've noticed in the area where I live, a lot of the people are just not wearing them anymore because it's ridiculous. Arizona is a right-to-work state, so it's easier to find a job. And what is a right-to-work state? A right-to-work state is when there are state or federal jobs, they do not need to be paid the prevailing wage, which is a union wage, to do these jobs. And so it's much easier to get a job in Arizona because it's a right to work state versus Washington, where typically if you have to do any sort of a labor job, you need to belong to a union. And prevailing wages must be paid to all contractors doing state work. So Arizona, it's really easier to find a job because it's, it is a right to work state. Then I thought, well, I'll compare roads because, boy, Arizona is not afraid to build roads. They spend approximately 48000 per lane mile. This is 2015 data which is the 12th highest in the nation. Now that's expensive to build lane miles, but they've built a lot of them. However, in Washington state, it's $63,000 per lane mile to build a new road in Washington. And that's the sixth highest in the nation. So we have some incredibly expensive roads. And the reason this is, is because of all the environmental studies and the impact fees and all the other regulations we put onto building roads. And in one of the Studies I read, Washington state ranks 42nd in the nation in highway performance and cost effectiveness, according to a new report from the Reason Foundation. So we are horrible when it comes to our roads and our congestion compared to many other states. But anyway, Arizona is wide open. Hiking trails, stores, gas stations, all are without masks unless they are a nationwide change which requires it. And the governor of Arizona recently said, We will not require vaccine or mask mandates regardless of rising COVID numbers. And he believes these decisions should be made by individuals in consultation with their doctors. And their governor in Arizona has received the mRNA injection. And Washington State is one of only six states that require masks anymore. And we're the only state with an outdoor mask mandate and it's only one of 6 states in the entire United States that requires certain workers to get the mRNA injections and this includes all state agency workers operators of any educational setting and operators of any healthcare setting so it's very restrictive here in our state if you want to work in healthcare or with children an article just came out here in the early December that Biden's COVID-19 vax mandate is blocked nationwide for federal contractors by a federal court. So at the federal level, the courts have decided that these VAX mandates are not allowed, not enforceable. But here in our state, Governor Inslee continues the soul-sucking message to get the VAX and has fired many state workers, many state law enforcement employees, for not getting the shot. But what I really wanna talk about is in this comparison between Washington and Arizona is the just kind of the feeling, the pulse in the air, what it feels like to go out and about in these two states. And here in Washington, the government has successfully and to the fullest used fear to control us. And so many people have fallen for it. We're beat over the head with this message about Vax up and wear a mask, to get the shot, get the second shot, get the booster shot. And now King County wants proof of getting the shot to enter a restaurant, work at a state agency, or operate any educational in any educational setting. This is exhausting and treats us like children, assuming we can't handle our own health. We are beaten over the head with it here in Washington state. And from my perspective, outside of King County, in the other 38 counties in the state, they've adopted a policy closer to reason and rationale outside of the big cities. And it's a dark, depressing hole this can be if we let it, and if we let the fear and gloom of their dark message get to us. And it has gotten to many people, especially those on the left. But it's time to move on. All but about six states in our nation have Even the Democrat governor of Colorado has decided to move on. Governor Jared Polis has declared that COVID-19, the COVID-19 emergency is over. And at this point, it's unvaccinated people's, quote, own darn fault, end of quote, that they become infected with the virus. He says, the governor of Colorado says, quote, everybody has had more than enough opportunity to get vaccinated, end of quote. I agree. Why doesn't our own governor see this? Why doesn't our own governor realize he's 650 days, well, more than 650 days into this declared emergency? We get it. We've made our choices. It's time to move on. It's also time to demand the legislature have some oversight when it comes to the governor's ability to declare an emergency. Viruses have been with us for thousands of years, and no amount of injections and boosters are going to change that. And to pretend that once COVID and its variants have been eradicated, and that the government authorities say it's okay to come out from our bunkers, is when we can move on, is absurd. Dr. Fauci, a man that should have been fired from his job a long time ago, said, quote, The end game, which we hope and I think will occur, is that we get more people vaccinated, not only in this country, but globally. We will see a situation where viruses will not have the opportunity. What they have right now is to be essentially freely distribute and freely circulate in society, both domestic society and global society, end of quote. And I'm like, really, Dr. Fauci, viruses will have will not have opportunity if more people are vaccinated. Viruses mutate very quickly. And there's no way that booster shots could be made fast enough or even keep up to combat their spread worldwide. This is like draining water out of the ocean. It's impossible. And viruses are everywhere. They have been for thousands of years. And that's why God gave us each and every one of us an immune system to combat viruses and bacteria in our bodies every moment we are alive. And COVID and its variants will be with us forever. So it's time to move on and learn to live with it without fear and without the government constantly telling us what we can and cannot do when we know that there's sickness amongst us and of course the sacrifices we all made in the beginning were what we then thought were reasonable and doable and we were all running on the assumption that it was two weeks to flatten the curve and this would be a short-lived sacrifice for the overall good but now we all clearly see that the power grabbers like our own governor here in Washington have extended this emergency quote-unquote emergency for over 650 days And he wants to keep it going indefinitely. When has he ever rolled out, these are the metrics that we will meet to end the emergency? Never. It's always about a new variant, a new booster. And those of us who still have some reasoning ability realize that this is not about a virus anymore or keeping us safe, but about dictatorial government control. This shot was supposed to save us and alleviate our fear and make us all go back to normal. But as it has proven... It hasn't done any of those things. And with each surge of a new variant, we are constantly hearing of how we have to keep strict watch over ourselves for fear of this new variant. This is exhausting and unnecessary, and it's a roller coaster ride that's never going to end unless we decide it's going to end. Get off the roller coaster, this roller coaster of fear and restrictions. Viruses mutate, and new variants come out every few months. And why are we trying to chase these viruses with a new shot or new injections and boosters? This is like shoveling snow during a blowing blizzard in the middle of a snowstorm. It's futile. So it is time to move on. And how do we move on? Well, having traveled to a couple of free states, stop wearing a mask. This is like keeping the flies out of your backyard picnic barbecue with a chain link fence. It doesn't work. Masks don't work. Viruses are extremely tiny particles and the weave of a mask is no barrier to the tiny particle of a virus. And I think the other thing we can do is realize that our own health is in our own hands. And the government does not care about your health. If they did, they would come out with messages telling us to eat balanced diets, take supplements and vitamins, exercise, lose excess weight, stop smoking, and get the sleep we need, and all the other the common sense things we know we need to do. Instead, we hear this drumbeat of Vax Up Wah and other obnoxious intelligence-insulting road signs over the highways and in public service announcements. This treats us like we're little children and we're tired of being beat over the head with it. We need to insist that the legislature, when it convenes this January back in session, to have a top priority of reigning in the governor's power during an emergency and what is an emergency and defining an emergency and providing oversight to his unchecked power. I think something else we can do to move on is, and this is more subjective, to choose to not be controlled by the fear. I was in King County this week and there are still people driving around in their cars by themselves wearing a mask. The fear must be so hard to live with, so sad and so unnecessary. People who make decisions out of fear make really poor decisions. And so we need to not give in to this fear. I think another thing we can do, especially when we are in, in settings with different people who believe different things about this whole virus and whether or not the shot is effective, is allow for each of us to make our own healthcare choices. We know all the risks. We've heard the messages. The availability of the shot is everywhere. It's free and at grocery stores and drug stores. And we've all made our choices. It's time to move on and talk about something else. And now on a personal note, I want to give a shout out to those of you who've walked away from or gotten fired from your jobs and careers that you loved because you would not take the injection. Good for you. My husband and I walked that same path 25 years ago when he left a job he loved doing because of circumstances he couldn't control. And it was heartbreaking to us. It was really difficult. It was financially crushing at the time. And it really stripped us of our confidence while we lived with it, while we lived with an unknown future and what we were going to do and where we were going to go. It was a really difficult time. But God had other plans for us. 16 years later, he's Washington State House of Representatives minority leader and one of the most powerful people in elected state government. We could never have gotten there or done that if he would have stayed in that job he had 16 years earlier. So if you've lost your job or walked away from your job or got fired from your job because you wouldn't take the shot, know that the story isn't over. The path that we have walked these 36 years together has been incredible. We've had some really difficult times, and 25 years ago, when he left that job he loved, we had no idea what God had in store for us. So be encouraged if you lost your job, because losing your job for the right reasons feels so good. After the years go by, and you have some perspective, and can look back and say, wow, I'm so glad that happened. God knew our future, and he can be trusted with the future. So it's time to speak up and speak out against these restrictive mandates and silly requirements. There are more of us than there are of them, and we cannot be silent and inactive any longer. So it's time to move on, State of Washington, and with courage and conviction, live. I would love to hear from you. Please email me at podcast at the That's podcast at the And I will read every email. Can't promise I'll answer them all, but I will definitely read them. Please tell me your story and let me know what you think.